Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And listen, we got special guests in the building. My brother, Big Dog Slim Stunner, man, what it do? Turn up, turn up, turn up. Big Kano the Don, what up, man? Man, hey man, listen, bro. I tell you what, everything is up, man. It is an honor, man, and it's 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 a really a blessing. To have you on the show, man, for real, for real. Oh, I appreciate you for having me, man. Shout out to you on the vibe show, man. Hey, I mess with the movement. Now you know what, man. You come highly recommended, and I'm talking about, man. I got, I got over forty emails in with questions and everything, man, for you and. um Man, you really like doing your thing, man. Like you really sizzling, and it's really like crazy, man. Like how I um I got blessed, man, to be able to um connect with you, man, through another uh good friend of mine, Rainer Riff, and um it made me go and and check you out to see who you were. You know what I'm saying? And I would have I would have actually yeah. missed out on on a jewel man like for real so i went and checked you out man and i was just blown away with everything that you got going on and 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 the way your your strong your movement is and how active you are out there in the city man so it's really really a blessing bro and i really appreciate you man coming on the show oh yeah man i appreciate you for having me man and you know i just been working hard and uh yeah man we, we working hard 2019 is that year man most definitely now, what I want I want to I want to start off, man. Um, from the beginning, man. Like, um, you 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 from you from Atlanta originally? Well, I was born. Well, originally I was born in Tennessee, but I was raised in Atlanta. And you know, I lived in DC when I was little, but I was raised in Atlanta. But I was born in Tennessee. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, Tennessee um, is one of those places, man. A lot of people be sleeping on uh, Tennessee talent, but you know, you got a lot of people came out of Tennessee, man. You, you know, from the old school cats, you got Three Trees Mafia, you got Eight Balls and Jay Z, you got, you know, even even Drake, man, got the got the blood in um, Tennessee. Uh, I know my boy Jazzy stay from Tennessee. A lot of people came out of Tennessee, man. Man, you ain't never lying. This it's hella, hella, hella talent. That um that came out of Tennessee and still in Tennessee right now. Yeah, yeah, but you know Atlanta is like the hip hop music capital of the world. I mean, everybody's in Atlanta, so you know Atlanta is probably the best state for artists, a new artist to break in because it's just everybody's here, you know, and all eyes on Atlanta. So you know, I'm fortunate to have moved to Atlanta at a young age, and it's been good to me. Wow, man. So, like, let, let me ask you this. Like, did you foresee Did you foresee Atlanta growing into this mecca early on? I did, man, because I remember when I was younger, I remember, like, LaFace Records was real big in Atlanta and the offices were in Atlanta, you know, with that whole crew over there with Babyface and Tony Braxton and all of them. And then you had, like, Outkast and, you know, you had so many cats, man, and Ludacris and, and, and you know, and then you can even go back further than that. It just kind of started, you know, with Usher and the whole movement, man. People started looking at Atlanta because LaFace Records was there and, you know, a couple other major like labels, so that's what really put it on the map. And then you had a few big producers from Atlanta that really helped put it on the map too back in the day, you know, from the whole TLC movement. So it kind of like the whole R&B and hip-hop, like, really started sizzling in Atlanta, man, with all of these legendary artists coming out of it. So I was like, yo, it's just going to probably keep going from there. And then you got all these new school, uh, everybody coming out now of Atlanta. You know, so much talent. You got a little baby, you know, from Atlanta. You got Migos. You got all these people coming out of Atlanta. So, you know, it, it, keep, it keep coming strong, man. Man, and <laughs> you know what's crazy, man, is to be honest with you, man, I don't I don't really ever see it ending, to be honest with you. And I know, I know it's shocking yeah. to a lot of people, like a lot of different um, 
coast or whatever, man, like in the beginning. But I think that everybody is just kind of like coming to the realization that um, that's just what it is. They're the next powerhouse and they've been holding the torch for all these years. And, and, and everybody's been kind of migrating and kind of getting in where they fitting in. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now let me ask you this. Speaking, um, speaking on that, um, what what's like your situation as far as like on the music tip? Because I mean, man, you're a community activist, man. Like you, you do so much. I mean, you you like a, a lifestyle king, like bringing the lifestyle to you know to the people, man. Like, what what are you signed to a label or are you are you solely an independent? back a little bit man like how did you how did you actually take an interest into um how early on was it that you took an interest into the entertainment world and what were you doing before you actually started to getting to um hey yo this is what i want to do in Atlanta then when you actually started your music career, correct? Because it's like, 
speaking on the on on the skits and stuff like that or whatever, man, like I wanted to ask you too, like, how do you like do you just do you just kinda like come off the dome with it? Or do you do you actually kinda like really put some serious thought into the skits? Man, you know, it's funny because it just be random. Like, I, I do two different things. So you have your skits, which are like, you know, pre-planned, like it's a skit, it's like an acting skit. And then you have your pranks, which is like real. Like we go out and, and prank people, like from the I Can Take Your Girl pranks. Those went viral. Like I didn't even think that that was going to do anything. I was just messing around one day. And I did a little gold digger prank. I was down in Florida, and I pranked these girls with my car. I had right. something like a beat-up car, and they played me. Then I pulled up in the gold Maserati, and they wanted to jump in. Right. And it just blew up. I think it got like 8 million views now just on that one video. Then I was like, oh, okay. So I just kept it going. And I started, like, taking these girlfriends in the street. And you know, I had this whole take-your-girl movement, and it just kept going from there. But it really was by accident. I was just messing around so that so so that was real, like. Yeah, yeah, the pranks are real. Wow. And then, like, I, yeah, so I was just pranking. Like, we go out. I have a little camera guy. He posts up in the corner somewhere, and he just zoom in, and, mm -hmm. and I had a little, you know, earpiece and like on me. And so when a girl walked by, we'll see what's up. I try to holler at him. And a lot of them, man, we couldn't even use because you know they wouldn't sign off on it because they get mad. But you know. Wow. So what about you know uh, what about the Christmas one man? Now I, I really really was feeling that one. What about what about the Christmas oh, yeah. skit? Yeah, see like that was a prank, man. I mean a skit. I do a lot of skits, man. and then we'll do like little funny stuff like the Christmas skit. You know, I was like you know, a little dirty Santa Claus, and the girl was telling me what she wants for Christmas, and you know I got a little excited and she felt my candy cane, you know all that. <laughs> so, right, right. We had fun doing that. Man, that was hilarious, <laughs> man. Yeah, I did the other one where we had the black Santa in the car, and the girl was walking up, and he, he hollered at her, and she started twerking on him, and that, that, that was kind of funny, too, man. Yeah, hey, that. that really, really was. So, so was she actually a part of the skit, or uh, this was just a random chick that was really passing by? No, well, for the Santa Claus stuff, that was a skit. Okay. For, like, acting, yeah. Right, know, right, right. Acting, all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Man, that was dope, man. Like, it was dope and it was so funny. I was like, man, he really be he for the cut up. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, the first one I did, man, when the girl was telling me what she wanted, that was actually an uh, ad, man. I remember she was like, I want some Afrobeat headphones, most of all. So, really, that was an ad for the Afrobeat headphones. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, uh huh. It was like a subliminal ad. Wow. Yeah, so drove a lot of traffic. Man, I'm talking about like serious traffic. Now let me add, now, let yeah. me let's 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 talk about the music. Um let's talk about the music a little bit. Um now you've been doing music for for how long now? Man, since I can remember since I was living, man. I've been doing music for a minute. Without, um, have you ever had any label deals or everything you've been doing has been solely off of off the back of your hustle? Everything is independent. You know, I work with major people, you know. Right. I'm all independent. You know, I do my own thing. And I think that's the best way to be for artists while you can, as long as you can. Right. Be independent. You know, if you can promote yourself and your own music, get your music out there and, you know, just do it. And until you can't be independent anymore, until that you just have no choice but to make that transition, and that's the best decision, they go for it, you know. But a lot of artists, they just, like, they first day, they want to, like, get a deal. But that's not always the move. Like, you got artists with deals who can't even drop nothing, they can't do nothing, and they ain't getting money. Like, getting a deal is just the first part, you know. Right. You, you still got to promote yourself. You still got to work, you know. Right. Now, now, did you always did did you acquire this knowledge from from bumping your head and making mistakes, or um, were you educated on it before you jumped in, or how did you acquire the knowledge to know that independent was the route for you? Oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's a dirty game in this industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's, it's a real grimy business, you know, I love music, but like I tell people, I really don't love the music industry, you know, like I learned a lot, you know, I didn't got stabbed on the back before, I didn't got, you know, everybody done had them little bad situations and bad things go along and different stuff is changing people's hands and all of that, you know, so, but you, you, you gotta learn from it and you gotta make smart moves, man. You can't blame nobody but yourself. Like, at the end of the day, you gotta make your decisions and stick by it and go from it. Right. You know, so I learned a lot, you know, coming in the industry and doing my thing. And, you know, that knowledge is something that you really can't be taught. You, you know, you can read about it, but sometimes you really don't understand it until you go through it. Right, right. I, 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 you know? I definitely absolutely agree with you on that, man. Like, I think that the best learning tool is is going through the experience and learning because somebody could tell you something you know and you might grasp it but it's nothing like actually going through it getting that hands-on experience knowing like you know what i bumped my head on that one i'm not gonna make that mistake again i know not to go that route you know what i mean exactly man you know when you, when you start you know if you lose or walk away from a hundred thousand dollars and it's a big amount of money, man. That's that's when you really learn your lesson, man. If you lose a lot of money, you know, so it, it's like it's like gambling, man. You know, you, you gotta be smart. You gotta be smart with your moves. Right, absolutely, absolutely. You know? Now, on on um, are you 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 dropping you're dropping your stuff um, independently, and um, the independent route is the the most predominant route to go right now but do you think that um labels are still valuable in a way oh yeah yeah that's the thing man like independent is the move but labels still eating like they're gonna find their way they're making money off of the new move now like you know streaming and uh, they're getting their money, man. Like, you know, 360 deals are, are dying out now. Those, those are dying out, but it's another move now, you know. They're still getting their money off the stream and off all this. Like, you got major labels out here. They ain't really buying. They, they'll buy the verse from the artist live at the studio. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they'll buy the verse right there. All right, they might give them, you know, on the dance, and they, and they own everything. You know, you ain't gonna get nothing from that. You know, but but it's still even out to the artists gonna eat off their tour money, and they gonna they gonna still eat off a, a lot of different ways too. But the labels getting their money, man. They getting it. Wow. Now that's interesting. It's always be valuable because there's certain things the label can do that no matter how big you are in the penalty, man. That's just, it's just, this industry is real deep. You know, if you start really getting into who really owns. You know, I wanted to um I wanted to ask you too, do you think that um do you think that, that these uh coast to coast showcases and different things like that or whatever, do you think that that's really valuable to the artist or do you think that that's just um A and R's pretty much just taking people money? Right. You, you know, DJs, they really not 
just making their money by DJing at the club no more. Like they're making money from like getting money from artists for campaigns and, and, and doing different hustles now to really get that money. You know what I'm saying? If a DJ charging these artists, you know, five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars a month to do, you know, marketing on their record and, and promotion and spending it in the clubs or whatever. Right, right. At the right. same time, they really, now, these people really are in the room, and it, it's possible that someone could get discovered. Like, think about it. If someone pay you right now, let's get the vibe show out. We want you to host this talent show and help us select the artist to win. If people out there you don't like, you don't like, but let's say you meet a singer or a girl that blows you away, you singing a song, you're like, hey, this girl got talent. Let's really work with them. So I think it could be both ways, but for the most part, most of the artists that's going to these showcases don't really benefit from them. You know, right. they might benefit in other ways, like learning experiences and right. more experience performing in front of a crowd. So it's always beneficial. I think everything you do has some type of benefit to you because you never know who you're going to meet. But at the same time, I would never do an artist showcase. Right. I, just, I just don't do that. But if you're a singer... And, you know, maybe you're doing a cover or something, a Mariah Carey cover, if you, you know, that's a hard person to cover. But if you do Mariah Carey or something, and, and you're a singer, who knows? Someone might say, you know, let's talk. But right. For the most part, man, they get money, man. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just um I, I, what do you, what do you feel? How do you feel about this show? Because you think they just collecting checks for I, I honestly, man, like my my the way that I feel about it. I really feel like it, it's really. Uh, I, I feel like it's, it's a bunch of a bunch of BS, man. To be honest with you, because like you already got these, these are starving artists already, right? Then you know you're not really giving them anything. You feel what I'm saying? Because like, okay, let's just say like you got you got a show. You sending me an email. You know, saying, boom, man, I, I I love your music. Your music is hot, man. Um, I want you to enter in this showcase or whatever. Here's an opportunity for you to be in this showcase. It's in Atlanta, yada, yada, yada. All you got to do is pay this. Okay, now you got, I'm not giving you anything. I'm not paying for your flight. I'm not paying for your hotel or nothing. It's like you got to pay to get there. You got to pay for your registration fee with an opportunity to win $5,000, $6,000 or whatever. And and you know it's like it's like there's really no guarantees at all. Yeah, there's no guarantee. And you know, man, it's funny. I got I have an actual experience I share with you. My last showcase I did, I was 16 years old. I still remember this. I was 16 years old. I did a showcase and I won. And so what the, the showcase was, they had all these A and R, so like you know these big labels and stuff. Right. All these big people on the showcase. And they held it at a club. So first you had the audition to be in the showcase. But they was letting anyone in who got that check who want to pay the money. They ain't going to turn down the money. Mm-hmm. And they was even charging people to audition. So they charged me to audition. Wow. And then at the end of the showcase, they charged me. I think they charged me like, I think it was $400, something wow. crazy. They was getting big money. Wow. And, and, and they was making me sell tickets to the showcase. Exactly, bro. Exactly. $50 registration. Uh, $400 to get in, and then they gave me all these tickets. I'm like, yo, you gotta sell all these tickets, man. This is how you can make some money. They were talking to me, yeah, like, you get part of the money, whatever. So then I did the showcase, and I won, and they gave me a, they gave me a $20 trophy. <laughs> 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 and they gave me, man, cut it out, bro. $6, $6 a studio time. <laughs> exactly. So all the money I spent, Exactly. Bro. Back back to back to your regular life. You, you know what I'm saying? You know? In the hole. Bro, it's just like it's unreal. I just think that it's the new hustle, bro. That's why I'm I'm just like 
the coast to coast stuff. Like I was talking to somebody the other day about it, man, and she was all excited about it. And I and I just had to just I don't because I don't like killing people's spirit and they dream. But at the end of the day, man, if I could save somebody from from making a mistake, because my whole thing, like I was telling her, I was like, listen, this six hundred dollars that you're about to spend plus hotel fee plus travel fee to get there, or whatever, you could be investing that into yourself. Exactly. Because the game changed, man. It's not like the Apollo no more. You know, it used to be, if you get on the Apollo, yeah, because you're on TV and millions of people could see you and you definitely, if you're real good, you right. can possibly get discovered. Like, some people wasn't discovered on Apollo, but now, in the little showcases, man, they got all these labels here. We don't have Sony. Exactly. Bro, exactly. It'd be, like, it'd be like someone, like, real down to, like, and you know and you know what it is too man it's it's and and, and they i think that what what they're targeting like 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 they couldn't target like a me or you you feel what i'm saying because like we the bit but see like Exactly, bro. Exactly. With no knowledge of the game, they 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 think that the game is what they see on TV and social media. They think that that that's the game because nobody wants to be anything else in, anymore other than a, a rapper or a producer. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to be in it. It's like it's crazy to me, bro. It's like as much as I love music, man, and and everything, but I'm just saying, like, I just think that. With everything being so accessible now, I think that it has taken away the essence of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every it's like you can't even to ask somebody, "Hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? I want you to check this, um, check this song out or whatever," because they trying to get you to check one out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, send it over, check mine out too. Yeah. It's oversaturated now, man. Man, bro, you put a promo up. You you got to cipher through 700,000 different people doing the same thing. And that's what I was telling a friend of mine. I was like, bro, I'm like, man, what are you doing different than what everybody else is doing, bro? Absolutely, like, oh, absolutely, Stunner, bro. Rapper. Exactly. Because <laughs> you know, everybody's a rapper. It's like, oh, everybody okay, a producer. Everybody a producer. Yeah, everybody a producer. Every girl is a model. And, bro, oh, we. That's a whole nother story right there. Yeah. That's a whole nother you one. Know. Man. Oh my God. Oh my God. You can't even speak to, you can't even like give a compliment to, to a chick anymore, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even be in a coffee store and have a friendly cultural conversation. No. Because everybody thinks you want something. Yes. Who you think you're talking to? I'm a model. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, they messed up, man. And the Absolutely. Gotta be pulling up in a Bentley. You got you gotta be in a Bentley, a Rafe. Um, you 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 know you gotta be you 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 got even at the strip clubs, man. Like it's just it's not even the same no more. Remember when you used to could just go in there, man, and like got your hundred or whatever, man, and and you can you can you might get a conversation going or something just to where, bro. It's like now it's like man, nothing. Nothing. Right, right. It is, it's just different now, man. Like, it's saturated with that, too. 
Everything is different. And you know, you know, you know, reality. How how is it being there? Like, I wanted to ask you that too. How is it being there in the reality um, world era that we in right now? And with Atlanta being um, dominant in that field, how is the environment there with the reality shows being filmed and different things like that or whatever? How has that changed changed the culture there? Well, the environment is like a reality show. Wow. It's a big reality show. They should, matter of fact, that, we, we just came up with a good idea. We need to have a reality show and just name it Atlanta. Right. Just really don't focus on nobody because you know people in Atlanta just want to say we don't care about no other celebrity because we all celebrities. If you go to a mall, Lenox Mall, that's one of the you know popular malls that everybody go to. All the celebrities, everybody shops there. They have nice stores in there. And so going there, man, everybody's a celebrity. All the girls are walking. Wow. They they look like celebrities. They got on a Fancy shoes, the hair done, the sunglasses. They look like they're going to the club. Are you serious? That's where it's like you have to be, like, you have to be that way down here in Atlanta or don't nobody respect you. Are you serious? I had to go buy a Bentley. I had to go buy a Bentley and make it go. I had to go buy a Maserati and make it go. I had to go, you know, penthouses and do all that. Right, right. Because niggas don't respect me if I didn't. Are you serious? They don't respect me if I didn't. If you don't have a Bentley here, niggas looking at you like, oh, okay, you ain't doing that. And it's messed up, man, because you could have a cat pulling up in an old Honda that could be worth 10, 20 million, but right. that superficial image here is just like everything is a music video, the whole city. Wow. They are like they in a video because they all want to be modeling. And, and because it's like it's so many other people are doing it, it makes them want to do it. And, you know, keep in mind, this is the entertainment capital, right? Right. Urban music. So it's like it's rappers here, celebrities here. So everybody want to live that lifestyle. So that's why everybody do it. Wow, like, it's man. It's a, it's, yeah, it's crazy down here. It's really like loving hip-hop, the whole thing. Are you serious? Yes. Everywhere you go, whether it's from the store to a lounge to the club, it's like a reality show. Everybody is dressed like a celebrity. Everybody, you just see crazy cars, Lambos, and crazy cars everywhere. You don't know where these people got money from. They just, they might pull up and they might be in a Lamborghini and you don't know who they are. They step out, they look like Jeezy, but they ain't Jeezy. Wow. That's just, that's just the game here, man. Dang, and it's man. crazy because when you go to another state, it's so different. Like, I just got back from North Carolina, and, you know, you don't really see that many, like, successful black people like that. Or you don't really see all the cars and the flashing and stuff. But when you come to Atlanta, it's like it's normal, not even a big deal. But you go to other states, it's not like that. It's crazy. Wow. Now, do you, do you prefer that lifestyle or... I mean, I, I, of course, you've you've adapted to it, you know, with being there or whatever. But which do you which do you prefer? Man, it's a love hate relationship with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, me being the person that I am, and, and you know, doing the things that I've done, it's really a love hate with me. You know, because it's a good and bad for everything. You know. Right. It's good and bad for everything. Like I love having nice things, but nice things don't make me. See, a lot of people, that's all they got to offer. So if you take that away, they ain't shit. You know, like me, I'm the same person whether I got a million dollars in my bank or don't have a dollar in my bank. I'm still the same person. Absolutely. And you never know the difference because that don't give me my pride. Like, because, like, money, money, a lot of times money gives people their confidence. Like, when you get money, you get confident. And that's understandable, but you can't let it make you. You know what I'm saying? Because right. if something happens and you lose everything tomorrow, which happens to people, what, what then? I don't get depressed are you gonna jump off a building you gonna shoot yourself you know what i'm saying so you, right. you can't let that make you like i don't like uh, the fake shit you know all these fake people all these gold diggers all these girls that you know on that like i don't mess with that man like i would never i would never date a gold digger you know right what I'm right like, i can tell in one conversation what you about right you know what I'm saying? I don't like superficial shit, man. I just like nice stuff, though. Right, know, I like right, nice right. Stuff, but I don't really make me. And you know what, man? I can I I I sense that about you because it's like, you know, like with 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 you, the perception that I got, 
of you was first of all i got that you 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 were a real person you were down to earth you know what i'm saying and you you you're always doing something to give back you like to have fun you know what i'm saying you about your business and you about helping people that's what gravitated me to you. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the music is dope and all that stuff or whatever, but I wanted to get to know the person. You know what I mean? Behind all of this stuff or whatever, because all that stuff, that's all people see is the gold Bentley, the Maserati. Oh, he was with this person. Oh, he got this money. Oh, he got Bel Air. He got this. That's all people see. But I didn't really see. I didn't. Really, I, I saw you at the. I saw you giving the food to the homeless. I appreciate. I that. saw that. Because, you know, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people don't don't see that. You know, and they just judge a book by its cover, man. They shit. I get it all the time, man. I thought you was gonna be an asshole. I didn't know you was gonna be like that. Cause I know what it feel like, man. You know, I done been homeless before, and I had nothing and worrying about my next meal and scraping up change for Kool-Aid and, you know, sleeping on the floor, you know. I, I didn't, I didn't been there, so it was like, you can't never take nothing for granted. I got friends right now, man, that, like, they wouldn't be friends with a broke person or they wouldn't even want to shake a broke person's hand. Right. I know people like that. Right. But I'll never be like that, man, no matter how much money you get, because this is like, man, we all people, everybody is people. You might can learn something from somebody like don't ever judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. That's one thing I learned, man. Wow. When, when, you know, when you, um, when you actually started to, to really get your money where, where get your money right to where you could actually, um, start investing into yourself and, um, building your brand and, and, um, did your did did your circle of friends change? Did people started to change on you? Did family or you know because as, as your celebrity grew? Yeah, oh yeah, man, definitely. Like you know, a lot of people started to say, "Oh, man, what you came up here for?" You changed a lot of times. People say that to people, but usually it's the friends around you change because you came up. See. Like, that don't mean that you changed. It means that they changed because they started acting funny towards you when you came up. A lot of people, they can't understand your growth or be able to handle that. Like, if they're not moving at the same pace or if they're not winning how you're winning, a lot of times people can't understand or be able to grasp you winning. But I try to tell people, man, like, everybody has their time. A lot of people just give up before it gets there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it could be my time. My time could be right now. Your time could be tomorrow. Someone else's time could be next year. You know, you just be patient, man, and keep blinding. Your time is going to come. Don't ever get jealous about somebody else's time. You know, a lot of my friends, man, they got millions and millions of dollars. A lot of my friends got more money than me, and, and they, you know, I have friends that are actually billionaires. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. people all over the country, you know, me being on, like, an international TV show, um, you know, syndicated on, like, BET, MTV, and TLC. I got to meet so many good people, and just being a different circles, man, you start seeing what real money look like, man. You leave out of Atlanta, there's some money out here, man, that make Atlanta look like you ain't seen nothing yet, you know wow. what I'm saying? And so, like, that's really what it's about is networking and expanding uh, relationships because at the end of the day, your success is based upon your relationships. It's only so far Atlanta can take you. It's right. only so far your hometown can take you or so far the current people you know can take you. You got to meet new people every day because you never know what someone else could maybe do for you. Or even if they can't do nothing for you, you never know what you can do for them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you got you to gotta network. You know, like, that's really how I became successful in a lot of different things is by my relationships. You can't do nothing by yourself. Everybody could have someone that could have checked. Jay-Z got someone that could have checked. Somebody's name signature is on every check that's cut so that means that right somebody don't have to help you or do a deal with somebody right right and you know it's funny you say that man because you know as i've gotten older i'm realizing that um the relationships that i build is pretty much more valuable than the money Get one payout and you know be good, but 
can you call that person back? Can y'all continue to make money together and build a real relationship? That's way more valuable, man. I tell people a lot of times people confuse money with a good opportunity if, if they don't see any money. In right, the right, 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 right. It's not a good opportunity. And I tell people, like, even these, these a lot of models, like, oh, how much am I getting? Right. Like, you, you ain't never been published. You ain't on no magazine. You ain't did nothing. You need to build up your base first and your brand before you can ask for money. Like, and I tell it's like if you go to college, you pay, pay money to go to college. That's right. After you get out of college, you get an internship, and they don't pay you nothing. Exactly. Absolutely. So, an artist and a model and everybody has to go through their internship. So, it just might be in a different way. Your internship might be, all right, I got to do free shit. And then guess what? Then now I got a portfolio. Now I can show people, look, this is what I got. Boom, I did this, I did that. Then boom, people ask me, all right, how much you want? Right, you know? right, exactly. Yeah. You know what, man? I, you know, I, I just, I love talking to you, man. Like, it's crazy. I wanted to ask you this. Like, do you think, do you think that um, people, people want to, they, they, they want to skip over the steps, man. Like, like we all have to go through the steps in order to be able to get to the next level. Like, the, I'm, I'm noticing that the people that's going around the steps, they're not really lasting that long. What's your yeah, take on that? True. Yeah, man, that's true. It's, you got to, you got to, it's no shortcut, man, to success. You know, sometimes people get lucky or they might look like they got lucky, but you may not know what they're going through. You might see someone pop up and look like, oh, they just came up so quick, but you didn't see that 10 years of work they put Right. You know, you don't know what they went through. Like, a lot of people don't know what I went through. All they see is success because, like, I, people don't post their failures. Right. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I ain't post my failures. I didn't say, hey, guys, I failed at this. I didn't make a video saying, hey, this is specifically what I failed at. You know what I'm saying? Because right. really, you know, it's good to focus on positive and that's good. But, you know, man, it ain't no shortcut. Like, it, you know, a lot of these people pop up quick and they leave quick. It's like a relationship. You meet a girl right now and, and y'all jump into a relationship all quick, everything on purpose. That don't mean it's going to last, man. Sometimes that friendship that y'all built over time to grow into something, that's, that's going to last. Right. Absolutely, man. That's that man. That that that's so true, man. And it's and it's just it's crazy, man. Because I just how you feel about it. I just I, I feel the same way, man. Like I really, the thing that that I, I just really feel like, and I said this when it first kind of started gearing towards that way, with with like, I just I just feel like you gotta go through, you gotta go through the struggle, man. Like if you look at any of the the past documentaries on any of the legends or whatever, man, like these people went through the struggle. They, they, they was, they was on the bus with no windows and no, no AC, no, you know, from Rachel to all of them, man. Like they didn't skip the steps. They didn't skip the steps. And I just feel like now that, you know, the game, the way the game is right now, man, I just, I just feel like it's just in a it's in a crazy space, man. Like I I, I really really do, and I just I just it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, the game is crazy right now, man. You gotta find a way to win in it, you know. But while you're in it, man, it, it really messes your head up when you're looking at how things are going. You know, don't nobody have respect for nobody. Nobody. Everybody just trying to jump in and do everything so quick. It's this microwave thing, man. Like you look at anybody that's successful. They, a lot of these cats, they went through a lot to get there, man. You know? Right. You know, even in like radio broadcasting and stuff, man, you look at people like Oprah and people like that, you listen to Tyler Perry's story and stuff like that, you'd be inspired. Like, wow, man, Tyler Perry used to sleep in his car a few years ago and he had no money and now he worth both $500 million right. and all of this. Like, that, that's just crazy, you know? But right. that's really how it can be. Anyone can do that, man. You just gotta... Keep working, man, and build good relationships and be smart. And, and don't try to cheat, man. Like, don't, you know, just, you know, I ain't saying work harder, but you got to work smarter. But at the same time, man, you got to work. Right. Absolutely, man. What's, what, what, I mean, like, what, what can we look forward to, um, 
2019 from um, Slim Stunner and the Slim Stunner brand? What, what can we look forward to? tell you what i just um i just want to I, I want to get the exclusives on everything whenever you about to introduce a product or whatever man i want the exclusive on that man i want to be connected and i want to be able to to be to be a part of putting that out there to these people and all these listeners man so they can get the exclusive of that exclusive stun of life man i'm telling you Man, listen. I was gonna debut, man. I was gonna debut that man, but I was like, you know what? I want to wait to when you' ready to do it, to when everything is gonna be. You, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I just want to make sure that it's it's done the right way. That's why I was like, you know what? As as jamming as it is, I was like, man. I, I I started working on a new problem, but I was like, man, I'm about to go with it. I'm like, nah, stunner not ready yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, he just it ain't even out yet. So I'm like, damn, I just felt privileged to have it before anybody else had it, man. But they in for a oh, treat yeah, with this one, man. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, man. You man, listen. You are you are family, man. And I'm telling you right now. Oh, you already know. I was trying to make it down there for the damn Super Bowl, but man, I I can't get my dog oh, yeah, on ticket, man. Man, it's gonna be crazy down there, man. Yeah, yeah, we we we'll highlight that another time. I just I don't know, man. I just I just I don't know. We really at the end of times, man. <laughs> right, right, right. But you know what? You know what's interesting though. What's interesting is why did Carter B turn it down? Well, they said, you know, that she may have turned it down due to you know she was not feeling like the whole movement and, and the different rules that they made about kneeling and stuff like that. And so she said, Nah, I want to be ah, part of it. Okay. Right. And you know what we're saying that too, man. I I don't I don't know if you feel the same, but man, like a lot of these 
I, I, YouTube is really like it, it's really getting whack now, man. Like as far as like I, I think it's too many people, you know, putting out too too many news people now, man. Like it's like it ain't the same no more, man. Yeah, it's not, man. It's not. It's too accessible. Right. Don't, don't know what they're doing. It's like DJ. Everybody, you got these people that don't even know how to transition a record, and they call themselves a DJ, and some of them getting booked at clubs. Right. They'll accept the price on the club, don't want to give such and such $800 to come out, and they'll give Google the DJ $100, $50. He might say, yeah, and he don't know how to really do it, you know, but he can do it because it's technology. You got a laptop, and you download the app. You're a DJ now. You're a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Man, you're a producer now because you went and got Fruit Loose program, and and you're a producer now, and, like, man, it's just like, oh, my God, man. Slim, man, bro, I love you, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, I've really been waiting on this one for a long time. I knew it was gonna be special. And um, you definitely... Man, listen, you got to come back anytime you want to come back. Whenever you got a new single you finna drop, whenever you got a new pro, call me and let me know and we going to set the we going to set the promo up. We're going to do the whole shot. You family, that's how oh, I was going man. down in 2019, man. We finna get into the, we finna get these bags and we finna grow these brands, man. That's that's what it's all about. And look, before we get out of here or whatever, man, um, is it is it anybody that you want to shout out, man? Uh, let's go ahead on and, and shout them out before we get out of here. Hey, shout out to everybody, man. All my supporters, everybody that ever showed me love, you ever liked or subscribed or commented on anything I ever posted, man. Shout out to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause I appreciate you, man. Before. And uh, shout out to you, man. My man, hey, we lit. And we're going to turn up, man, 2019. Let's get it. Man, thank you so much, man. My brother, man. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don and my family, Slim Stunner. We out. Turn up, turn up, turn up. All right, man. Peace.